We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Striking Gold, your 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Network. My name is Rob Lauder. I cover the 49ers for Blue Wire. And just like we all predicted, just like just like we all knew, just we just saw it coming. Like it was just so obvious that this just it was the elephant in the room, essentially. Just like we all predicted. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is staying with the 49ers. The two sides agreed to a restructured one-year contract that's going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco one more season. I mean, I don't understand why we had to wait this long for this. Everybody knew this was always going to be the move. We've talked about it a million times. Everybody's talked about it a million times. The entire NFL world saw this happening. I don't know why. The 49ers took so long to just re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo and keep him on the team. And I'm really just hoping that my sarcasm right now is just oozing through the speakers. Because, holy shit, talk about a curveball out of left field. Doesn't even make sense. Why would anybody throw a curveball from, from out of left field? But, I mean, that's what we're doing here. None of this makes sense. So that might as well not make sense as well. But man, I, I did not expect to jump on Twitter during like where what was I doing? I was in like my my toward my sixth or seventh period class. I did not expect to just give a kind little in, innocent check of Twitter and see that the 49ers per Adam Schefter have decided to keep Jimmy G on board. Now, if you haven't heard, meaning you live in that little cabin on the bayou at the beginning of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. You would have to live someplace like that in order to have not heard that Jimmy Garoppolo is now a, a long or a, a, another year in the red and gold. 
the 49ers signed Jimmy Garoppolo, reworked his contract so that he could stay on for one more season as the backup. Again, per Adam Schefter, Jimmy Garoppolo's one-year restructured deal is worth $6.5 million in base. His base before this moment was like $26.5 million. So the 49ers chopped off $20 million of Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. He has another total of $500,000 in roster bonuses, which makes it essentially $7 million. He also has playtime bonuses that can boost it another nearly $9 million. So one year, $7 million, up to just shy of $16 million. So the 49ers have paid Jimmy Garoppolo to be a very expensive backup with massive incentives written into the deal should the worst happen and he is forced back into the starting role. I mean, when I say there's a lot to unpack here, we're talking like any woman's suitcase on a three-day trip. Constantly giving my woman grief for how much clothes she'll bring on a three-day trip, by the way. Unbelievable. Twice as many much clothes as you need. Like, you would have to have a car drive through water in the gutter next to you, kicking it up onto your clothes, like, two or three times a trip in order to need that many clothes. Anyways, a lot to unpack here. Let's begin. Now, I must say, I'll lead off by saying, this is an emergency pod. All bets are off when it comes to like my 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 usual goal of hitting 45 minutes. We're going to touch on the Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance dynamic now created by this one-year deal. And then we're going to get the hell out of here. So maybe, I, I mean, I don't know how long your commute is, but if you're listening to this in the morning, listening to this on your way home, listening to this while you shower, listening to this while you do the laundry. This podcast might even be done by the time you're done with those things. On that note, people take way too long of showers. Anyways, let's begin. Do you see how easy it is for me to get off track and how like you can see the other me like slapping me upside the head going, nope, just keep going. Anyways, so... Let's just begin with my thoughts. We've heard you've heard the baseline contract details. Jimmy Garoppolo sticking around for one more year, making essentially seven million, which I'm fairly confident is the league's most expensive backup. But Jimmy Garoppolo might be the league's best backup. So, anyways, he's sticking around for one more year. So I'm gonna lead off with my thoughts. I want you to just kind of I want to give you I mean, obviously, I've been reading social media. I've been reading what other people have been saying. I've been reading opinions, you know, and whether we like to believe it or not, those can obviously influence the way we think of something. So, I mean, there's a chance that what I'm thinking echoes what somebody else is thinking. I'm sure there's probably a pretty clear two sides to this argument. We'll get into that. It doesn't even need to be an argument. And that's one thing I probably should get out of the way right away. I'm not entirely convinced that the 49ers re-signing Jimmy Garoppolo to a one-year backup-type deal 
is bad at all in any way. Now, I am, to play devil's advocate, going to touch on some things that could definitely be considered a negative to this scenario a little later. But just to lead off with my thoughts, I'm not sure that this is a bad thing at all. And when you're talking about roster construction, flexibility, security, insurance, confidence, preparedness, this is a good thing. If Trey Lance were to start the season, whether he's great or not, and he gets hurt, the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo as his backup. They can continue to win football games. If you were a huge Nate Sudfeld or Brock Purdy fan, then maybe you think this is bad because there is a reality where neither of them make the roster now. The 49ers could keep three quarterbacks. Wouldn't necessarily be for it, given how good their roster is and the fact that I I wouldn't want to sacrifice one more roster spot to a quarterback who's probably going to do nothing, the third one. So I'm just like, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm just like, there are a lot of good that you can take from this move. And to me, the fact that something could happen to Trey Lance That was a a knock on wood, if you could hear it through the mic. And the 49ers would still be able to go out there and compete and legitimately win football games under Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, that is a really unique situation to be in. And I, I, you know, that's kind of the baseline. This is what the 49ers have now. That's ignoring all the dynamics, locker room dynamics, questions. You know what I mean? Like it, that's ignoring all the 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 stuff we're about to talk about. But just at a baseline reality, the 49ers have two good quarterbacks. They have two. Well, I mean, uh, before I say good quarterbacks, obviously Trey Lance has to prove that. But the 49ers have two solid, you know, two quarterbacks that are expected to be good. Obviously, Trey Lance wouldn't be in the position he's in now if the 49ers. And a lot of the NFL world didn't expect him to be good. You don't go third overall when no one thinks you're going to be good. So it's at its at its base, it, it's a pretty impressive situation to be in. Now, yes, there are some there's some dynamics at play, but if you're looking for something to just cling on to, cling on to the fact that Trey Lance, who's a mobile quarterback that's going to run the ball, whether it's scrambling or designed who's already been hurt in a 49ers uniform, now has a backup that's an entirely proven winner in the NFL. It's a good thing. But let's let's dig into it a little more. First of all, and I'm going to take a, a nice deep breath before I begin to say this, I am not buying at all In the slightest, not even a little bit, that the 49ers bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back is signaling a lack of trust in Trey Lance. I'm not there. It's too expensive. I'm going to put it back on the shelf. Even when it's on sale, I'm not buying it. It's staying there. I'm not even giving on, on Amazon and price comparing. I'm not looking for a coupon code. I'm not buying it. 
Don't try to hit me up to convince me otherwise. It's not happening. The 49ers have already played their hand when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. They already traded the farm for Trey Lance. They've already attempted to trade him for a long period of time and talked about it. They've already talked to it about it with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo has already said his goodbyes in a press conference. Nothing about what happened, in my opinion, has anything to do with Trey Lance. If Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't have had that shoulder surgery, or perhaps the offseason would have unfolded a little differently, Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't even be on this team anymore. He would be traded. So there's none of nothing that's happening now can have anything to do with Trey Lance since we left that point of when they'd already made it very clear what their intention was with Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers aren't all of the sudden scrambling to find some relief for a Trey Lance that they just saw implode during the offseason. Trey Lance's offseason that I saw was just as impressive as any of Jimmy Garoppolo's, by the way. Let's continue. Shanahan and Lynch have never stopped saying, ever, that they were not just going to cut Jimmy Garoppolo. John Lynch has said it. Kyle Shanahan has said it multiple times. Jimmy Garoppolo was just too good of a quarterback to just cut and say goodbye. Now, I'm not necessarily taking those words at face value because we know that let's say Jimmy Garoppolo didn't agree to to this restructured deal. No, Even though he knew that he had no guarantees. Let's say he didn't agree to it. Then, of course, the 49ers would have just cut him rather than keep him on as a $27 million backup. At least that's what I think they would have done. But this just this whole situation just shows you how well I know the 49ers think. That being said, the, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been incredibly steadfast at how much they respected, how much they loved, how much they appreciated, and how much they valued Jimmy Garoppolo. They were not going to let him go for pennies on the dollar, and they were certainly not going to let him go for free so that he could be picked up probably by a division rival in the Seahawks. Instead, and this is a credit to all sides, including Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, they all maintained a good relationship. Jimmy Garoppolo was allowed allowed to rehabilitate in the facility. Yes, he's a member of the team, so of course he would be. Trey Lance was allowed to assume his role as the starter. Jimmy Garoppolo rehabbed on the side of the field, threw passes, said hello to fans, maintained communication with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Everybody knew whatever. Everybody was on the same page together. So this, I mean, everything the 49ers have done until this point, despite what I wanted to believe, has led to this point. Now, did we assume that eventually this story would break left and result in Jimmy Garoppolo's either trading or release? Of course we did. That always seemed 
like the most logical solution based on what we were seeing. No one really expected the 49ers to keep Jimmy Garoppolo around. It was certainly a, a, something we talked about on this podcast, and many people have talked about. What are the odds that Jimmy Garoppolo would take a significant pay cut and stay on as the backup? Definitely a storyline that we've considered. It just seemed like the least likely of the two. But here we are. And I think that everybody involved deserves a little bit of credit. And again, that includes Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the 49ers organization for just once again maneuvering through a situation that could easily have ended in more than one side being very upset, bridges being lit on fire, or preferably sent downward using high explosives. It's just an easier way of, of getting the job done. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, it's like it, this could not have been a reality had it not been how everybody handled the situation. And now here we are. The 49ers have signed Jimmy Garoppolo to, a, in my opinion, a very reasonable deal for a quarterback of his stature in his position. Now, it, it, this also works out for Jimmy Garoppolo, too. He's getting a decent amount of money. No one's going to complain about $7 million. Would he have been able to get that amount of money if the 49ers released him? Maybe from the Seahawks, who were in a position, to, not really in a position to negotiate too much. You know, one, they would have a little bit of leverage in that they may be the only team going after Jimmy Garoppolo. Two, 
they're also the only team going after Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and if Jimmy Garoppolo wants to take a significant payday, he would have to kind of play ball with the Seahawks. Another team could come around, but you never know. So Jimmy Garoppolo is now pay, being paid at least $7 million to back up Trey Lance. The pressure's not on him. He's not the starter being replaced. This is a, a scenario that he has chosen as opposed to what he was just given last year where he was in a position to be the man while his replacement was just chilling next to him. Now he gets a, he gets a chance to simply be the backup, watch Trey Lance shine, and if and if Trey Lance doesn't shine or he gets hurt, he can step in and be the fucking hero. Like, you know, I mean, all it takes is one smile and him trotting out onto the field and and everybody's going to be wooed now. You know, obviously we know from Jimmy Garoppolo's play that it wouldn't take long for him to do something that probably frustrated pretty much everybody. But here we are, you know, and it, and it just seems like, okay, there is the chance for some awkwardness. There is the chance for a little bit of friction, but I think it's impressive that they got to this point. Albert Breer um, of Sports Illustrated tweeted, three more things on the 49ers deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. The team communicated with both quarterbacks for the last few days on this. A clear part of what was a commitment to Trey Lance as the starter, and a key was that this deal does not happen unless Garoppolo takes less in base money than Lance. So they were not going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo more money to be Trey Lance's backup. And all of those three things obviously happened. And one of the first things I wrote down when I was talking about my, my notes was, I guarantee you, and it sounds like this is the case from Albert Breer's tweet, that Trey Lance had a say in this happening. Now, would the 49ers have done it without his blessing? I think so. But would they have done it without talking to him? Absolutely not. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if after how Jimmy Garoppolo treated Lance last season, Lance wasn't down to say, no, I'd love for him to be here. He didn't have to help me at all last year. He did. He took a awkward situation and made it seem natural. I think that him and I could succeed with him as the backup. And not to mention the fact that no matter what you think of Garoppolo, he's a very experienced quarterback. And he's been through a lot. And he has a lot to share with Lance. And now he's being paid $7 million to share it as the backup. I think that's pretty impressive. I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm almost trying to play devil's advocate with my, with myself right now and, and convince myself out of thinking this way. But my overall takeaway from this scenario is yes, there are definitely things that could, could shift toward an awkward scenario, especially if Trey Lance struggles a little bit, but overall from a team building perspective, I feel like you have a locker room full of professional athletes that can understand everything that's happened to this point and not allow it to get weird for the sake of the organization. Just these, these players are not idiots. They understand the dynamic of their own team. They would understand what it took to keep things flowing in the right direction. This whole team wants to win a Super Bowl. I can guarantee you there is not a player on this team that is upset or confused about what's happened and how we got to where we got. They love Jimmy Garoppolo, but even they have seen his shortcomings 
They get to watch it in a film room with Kyle Shanahan breaking it down. We get to see it on TV and we bitch about it on Twitter. But that team knows why they went after Trey Lance. So it, it, it also would be true that they could understand why they brought back Jimmy Garoppolo. They're probably psyched out of their mind. They love Jimmy Garoppolo. They're still, it still doesn't confuse them why Trey Lance is the guy. They've already seen it in training camp. We've already seen it in training camp. He may not be as consistent and zippy as Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of release, but Trey Lance does some freaky shit, and these players have already seen that. And in terms of cultivating talent and allowing a player to develop, there's a good chance that we haven't seen anywhere near what Trey Lance is capable of when you consider how little he's played the game of football, by the way. So I have a list of all the things I think are good about this. I may have already hit on most of them, but I'm just going to kind of run through it. The 49ers are a team that is ready to win. They are an 11, 12, 13 win team right now with Trey Lance. And I think that whatever baseline Garoppolo was giving you last season, I think Trey Lance will be a wave. Think of a straight line that is Jimmy Garoppolo's performance last season. I think Lance is like a wave line that will go above it, sometimes way above it, and then it'll also come back down and dip below it, and then it'll come back around and go above it. Hopefully you can picture that in your mind right now. That's what I think Trey Lance gives the 49ers. There will be times where they wish they had a Jimmy Garoppolo on a certain series or a certain play, and there will be times where they are damn glad they had Trey Lance because of the way a play unfolds. 49ers are ready to win with Trey, and now they've got Garoppolo in the background should Trey Lance, one, get hurt, two, struggle a lot. And I'm not talking about normal cutter, color, normal quarterback struggles where – Oh, he threw a interception. Oh, darn it. Oh, how did he miss that throw? Darn it. I'm talking about multiple interception, game losing meltdown type stuff on a large scale. Not just one game where it's like that. Like it's clear that something is wrong. Those are the types of moments where I think a Jimmy Garoppolo could step in. And he's stepping into a team that can just look at him and say, All right, you're the guy now. Let's roll. Let's win more games. That's not a luxury that very many teams have. Now, not very many teams with good quarterbacks would need that luxury, but that's not every team's the same. So it is what it is. How many times over the past five years have the 49ers needed their backup quarterback? In 2017, Hoyer was terrible. Jimmy Garoppolo stepped in. 2018, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL. Shitty quarterback stepped in. In 2019, Jimmy Garoppolo played the entire season. The 49ers went to the Super Bowl. In 2020, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt again. Here comes backup quarterbacks. And even in 2021, Jimmy Garoppolo plays 15 games. Trey Lance comes in, plays a couple. Two and a half. So that is essentially the only year where they didn't need a backup quarterback in the last five years is 2019. Now the 49ers have a good backup quarterback. So whatever you think of a backup quarterback, just based on the 49ers history under Jimmy Garoppolo, which in part is a reason that they selected Trey Lance in the first place was what I just said. 
Now they have two quarterbacks. That, you know, that can win. Excuse me. Of course they have two for quarterbacks. They have two quarterbacks that can win. Sorry, I just noticed Jimmy Garoppolo's birthday is in November and it's three days before mine. Shout out to Jimmy. So, again, you kind of glance back at what we just talked about. In the last five years, the 49ers have needed their backup quarterback in four of them. So now all of a sudden I'm like, damn, okay. Maybe it's pretty good that the 49ers kept Jimmy. In terms of Garoppolo being a tradable asset, his stock might have never been higher since he was playing for the 49ers last season. His contract is now much less at a base of $7 million. He's now on the team through the season, and at any point, if a quarterback gets hurt on a team that needs to win games, they can think of Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, yes, he does have a no-trade clause. All that means is that Jimmy Garoppolo has to approve of where he's going for the 49- for him to waive it so the 49ers can trade him. And that was kind of always the case. I mean, maybe over the last couple months, they would have given it some thought, but the 49ers were never going to send Jimmy Garoppolo to a place he didn't want to go. Again, they didn't burn that bridge. All sides respected one another at least to a, to to a reasonable extent. So Jimmy Garoppolo is still very tradable. And again, maybe unless I'm missing something, he might be more tradable now than he ever has been given how much cheaper he got and how bigger the window is for him to be traded. There's all kinds of time for something to happen that makes Jimmy Garoppolo the best solution. I believe now the 49ers keeping him for this season guarantees that they get a third-round comp pick next year. I believe that depends partially on another team signing him and what he signed contract he's signed to. But I have seen a few times around the medias that this secures the 49ers a third-round pick in, in compensation. So... A little, don't quote me on that one, but I'll look into it. I'll get back to you. And to me, the last like really, really good thing about this that I haven't already mentioned is that to me this, and I guess I have mentioned it. This just says a lot about everybody involved. Says a lot about Jimmy Garofalo. Just, I mean, and no matter what you think of him, the dude has handled all of this with an incredible amount of grace and maturity. Not that that's necessarily valuable, like in a tangible way in the moment, but I mean, it is. Everybody wants to know how a person is when the going gets tough. And to me, Garoppolo has handled everything that's happened incredibly well. I think the 49ers have done a pretty good job with everything. Could they have maybe pulled the trigger on a Garoppolo trade sooner or... Handled the situation differently. Did they turn down offers that they should have expected, uh, you know, accepted? Probably. But I, I try not to weigh too heavily into hindsight when like, oh, well, you should have done this. It's it's like when people still mention the 49ers not signing Tom Brady after one of his worst, I think what was his worst statistical year ever. And everybody seemed sure of the fact that he was washed. 
because he just had his worst year in green in in, uh, in New England ever. And everybody was like, okay, so this is finally the end of Tom Brady. And then he goes to Tampa Bay and just absolutely lights it up like no one ever expected. And, of course, the talking point that emerges is, how could the 49ers have kept Jimmy Garoppolo over Tom Brady? But nobody was saying that when it actually happened because Tom Brady was just coming off one of the worst years of his career. And I believe that's right after the 49ers were coming out of going to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I try not to to bang on the hindsight drum too much. And again, I really think that this probably says a lot about Trey Lance too. I think the 49ers were very clear about what they wanted to do. I think they weighed heavily on what Trey Lance thought of it all. And it would not surprise me at all if Trey Lance is like, look, if you're going to pay him less than me to be my backup, I love Jimmy. He's like a brother to me. Let's go. I still have so much to learn from him. And that way, if something were to happen to me, he can take over. And we can still be okay as a team. That to me is the reality of this situation. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if those were in essence, the words of, of Trey Lance. And look, Lance is about to become the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. That in and of itself will saddle him with an immense amount of pressure. The fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is on the sideline I don't really think adds that much to the pressure scenario. I think just succeeding as the starting quarterback for the 49ers after being drafted third overall is all the pressure the dude needs. Being in a stadium filled with 60,000 people watching you do your job is all the pressure anybody needs. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo staying in the building is just going to put this additional layer of pressure on Lance that he just can handle and he crumbles under the pressure of Jimmy Garoppolo being on the sideline and possibly replacing him if Garopp- if Lance was going to fold under that pressure then what was he going to do in under the pressure that we just talked it's I just don't see that as being the reason Lance folds if he ever does Lance is going to go out there and succeed for his teammates for the people in the building He's not going to just, you know, shit the bed because all of a sudden the guy that used to start there that the team drafted you to replace is still there making less money than you. And it's not like Garoppolo set an unattainable bar for Lance. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers that's still chilling on the sideline. We're talking about Garoppolo, someone that I don't think Lance is really going to have to Try not to just bash Garoppolo by saying this. I don't think Lance is going to have to do that much in terms of an overall points on the board perspective to outdo Garoppolo. And and maybe I'm I'm just failing to appreciate Garoppolo as much as I should, which maybe we'll see. Maybe after watching Lance for this season, all of a sudden we'll have a new appreciation for Garoppolo. Well, we've all been there. We've all seen the ups and downs of Garoppolo, the roller coaster that is Garoppolo. Let's stop acting like he sets an unattainable bar for Lance and the fact that he's still on the roster is just too much pressure for the young man to handle. I just, I'm not into that. The bad things that we have to deal with are the, the fucking 
sorry, are the talking points, the questions, the the consistent questions, the consistent comments, the consistent complaints. Every Trey Lance struggle will be followed by some hint of Jimmy Garoppolo, and I just can't wait for how much it's going to suck. Especially when I seem to have a pretty level head when it comes to Lance and being down with the fact that he's a multi-year project that I still believe the 49ers are going to be able to win now with him, with, with Lance. But in terms of Lance's development, it takes a while. It takes a long time. Aaron Rodgers sucked in his first year. So did Peyton Manning. A ton of quarterbacks were just not good in the beginning. Heaven forbid they get time to grow into the role and develop as a person and a player. And I'm just not looking forward to the fact that every time Lance struggles, some douchebag, whether it's in real life or on Twitter, is going to mention James Richard Garoppolo or whatever his full name is. The nicknames on Pro Football Reference are Jimmy GQ, Prince Aladdin, or Great Garoppolo. No one calls him Great Garoppolo. Jesus. I'm not looking forward to the fact. That, I mean, I tweeted, I, I tweeted it out. And this is no slight to Jimmy Garoppolo, what he brings to the team or any anything like that. All I tweeted was, I am so pumped to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo for another season. It's just having to hear about it some more. But that's a pretty trivial complaint, right? Pretty trivial complaint. I think that the fact that the 49ers have managed to keep Garoppolo for a reasonable cost is a good thing. That's that's it. I think that this is a good thing. I think that it makes the 49ers better. I didn't think it makes the 49ers chances of going deep into the playoffs this season better. I think it just increases the odds that the 49ers win football games this year. And in the end, that's the whole fucking point. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Tell me if I'm wrong on Twitter. Tell me if you agree with me on Twitter. I appreciate it. If this is the way my 53-man roster projection becomes wrong, then so be it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to Striking Gold. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Please, please jump on whatever you're listening to it on. Leave us a positive review. Or if you feel so inclined, maybe it's not positive, but at least you're being true to yourself. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. But you know, you know what it is. You know what time it is. It's time to get on up. For another episode, I'm Rob. This is Striking Gold. And we are signing out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.